0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined as always by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing swell. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing pretty good. We're also joined... Uh, for once on an FBI, by our RCMP at JLB. What's going on up there, up north? Well, up north is good, up north
1: is fine, still quarantining, still... That's right. I make up my own words here. Uh, It's been a while. I'm nervous. As uh, you guys mentioned, I haven't been here for a hot minute. I got no one to see and nowhere to go, but apparently I'm still busy. Uh, It's just how it is sometimes. But I'm here now, and, guys, that's what counts. I am
0: good. Awesome. Awesome. Reminding everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows on the network uh you can go to tatnusco.com check them out tatnus podcast uncensored chicken hen with s&m in the dicebox slam basement bullshit and carpool shenanigans so go on over there check them out come back over here and listen to more episodes here as well um if you are new to this show, the premise is simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance, so our answers are made up on the spot and hopefully hilarious. But um, before we get into it, I'd like to remind everyone to make sure to like, share, and subscribe so we can continue to grow and put out great content.
1: Who doesn't like yeah. growing?
0: Yeah. hey did, did we mention let,
2: let's do it early let's mention uh, let's mention that we're going to close out this with the podcast or the shirt winner
0: mm-hmm. yep we'll be that. announcing the contest winner at the end of the show so stay tuned for that someone just won two shirts uh, yeah. No? yeah including and- one of them from pro wrestling tees and one of them from our very own merch shop Woo!
1: Those designs are epic. Kudos to you, there, uh, Officer There were
2: six O's there for the merch shirt. Just so you know, yes, six so it, O's. So it's it was, okay.
0: It was not trademark infringement. Correct. Six O's. Six O's. So, um, I think I went either second or third last week. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off this week with my fantasy booking challenge for you two. Um, you seemed excited.
1: See so, by
0: all means, I am excited. Okay. I am excited. So, um, if you paid attention this week on Raw and over the last uh, few weeks, just in general, since, uh, well, Since before Wrestlemania and then through Wrestlemania You are aware that Not only has Roman Reigns not been Mentioned once On WWE TV Since then This week it took an even bigger turn By by, uh, He's been Replaced in the uh, Make-A-Wish commercials That they do and I say replaced They actually just rolled back and were airing Older Make-A-Wish commercials that Featured John Cena instead of uh, the new ones that feature Roman Reigns and have for like two years, you know? Um, And then uh, in the biggest thing, all through Monday Night Raw, they were doing uh, throwbacks to the biggest uh, cash-ins from Money in the Bank history. And the number one cash-in was when Seth Rollins cashed in uh, during the match Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And they edited roman out of the entire segment
1: which honestly i didn't i and on my raw uh my my raw recap on for snap judgments i mentioned that um but i always but I, what i did mention on the raw recap which honestly they kind of maybe should have kept it because you saw roman reigns lose so it makes roman look bad either way but you know Vince is petty like that and uh, wants to just try and erase people from history. Completely stupid move on their part. Anyways, I'm sorry. You can so so
0: on. it showed Seth run down to the ring. In the ring, it showed Brock Lesnar there, but no Roman Reigns uh, visible. Um, it then cut to uh, Seth giving the curb stomp to Brock Lesnar. Uh, and then cut immediately to Seth celebrating the victory, making it appear like he beat Brock Lesnar for the championship uh, and pinned him, which we all know he did not. He pinned Roman reigns, Roman reigns. Yep. So so Roman reigns is reportedly in Vince McMahon's doghouse. Despite being told <laughs> that staying home would not... That's stop. funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm i gotta of get it. Pardon the pun there, bud. You gotta say yeah. pardon the pun. That was... Well <laughs> nope, no, nope, no pardon on that pun. That was 100% intentional. Um, <laughs> despite being told that staying home wouldn't be punished, um, he's apparently being punished because he's choosing to put his health above yeah. wrestling because for a show. Cancer? Yeah, because cancer and, oh, a pregnant wife... Both things answer, are something. Pregnant people. wife, pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, so here's here's the thing. There's, of course, anytime someone is uh, in Vince McMahon's doghouse, the rumor mill goes crazy with, um, oh, so now they're gonna leave and go to blah blah blah. So here's the challenge to you two. I need you to book Roman Reigns. In AEW, in a way that fans can actually get behind him,
2: Ooh. uh,
1: okay, Fab, you're up first, buddy. Go ahead, matters yeah, up.
2: So, so we're gonna book Roman Reigns in a way that fans are uh endorse him
0: mm-hmm. in, in yeah. a way that, that they actually approve and endorse him and, and don't feel like he's just being shoved down their throats like the complaint is with WWE. Whether it's rightful oh, so, or not.
2: So I'm I'm booking him somewhere else then
0: that way. Nope.
2: In AEW. Oh, in AEW. Yes. Okay. Um I think he comes in as a um I I think you got to play with with this right here. I mean, what's going on right here. Um, You know, maybe he comes in and and has a little conversation with the exalted one with Brody Lee. And, you know, just a behind-the-scenes type. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, you have leukemia for 20 years and and, uh, you're in remission for most of it, and then you have to go away and then you come back and uh in in a, a time much faster than you're supposed to and then a pandemic happens and sure enough he just turns his back on you you know and Brody, lee's like yeah yeah i understand i mean minus the leukemia part and everything and then you have the the same type of thing with matt hardy only matt hardy's doing the oh that evil asshole (laughs) um and uh you know you just kind of have him come and be like ah i was just looking for a different opportunity man like i i'm I'm tired of catering to the man all the time um i just kind of want to be myself and and live my life you know um kind of who they pretend he is right now, but without having to pretend that, I guess, and without having to cram him down our throat. Yeah. The problem with Roman isn't that, that he's a bad wrestler. We've talked about this before on shows. Um, I kind of enjoyed his Intercontinental right. I enjoyed the Intercontinental loss to The, to the Miz. Um, as a whole, I enjoy um, some of his matches. The the problem is that number one, he has to be the ultimate overcomer, dude. You are six foot five, two hundred and seventy pounds, pretty freaking stacked. Um, come from the NOA family. I'm sorry, bud. You're not going to be seen as an o- ultimate overcomer. And I know that that's Vince's, like Vince has this formula put together in WWE. And I think in AEW, you can just have him be the big tough guy who. It just you know, he's like, ah, yeah, I just got a raw deal. But he can go out and win a match on occasion. Uh, I think, I think AEW's formula for putting over the little guy is a gift to Roman Reigns. I really do because he can still get the win, um, but let somebody else look good, and it doesn't have to be somebody great. Like, like if Roman Reigns in WWE was going up against. <sighs> We're gonna use an AEW roster for some Darby Allen. So Roman Reigns versus Darby Allen, but it's in WWE. That's a squash match. Like that doesn't even become a match. Um but in AEW, you can do a 10-minute time limit draw. You can have Roman get tired. You know, you can have those types of things. I really think the formula that AEW has is perfect for a guy like like Roman Reigns. Um, and then you don't have to have him talk too much because Lord knows when he talks, it's, it's not all that great. So and I think, I think he gets over, I really do think he gets over naturally if you just don't cr- cram him down people's throat Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm digging. I I'm digging.
2: I, that's just, I, I I think it just comes natural. I, I really do. If he, if he has an F Vince McMahon entrance, um, or FVKM or whatever he wants to do. Uh, just not FVKF because, you know, I don't, I don't really want to get F by Roman Reigns. That would hurt.
0: Um, he's a large dog. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you got, Justin?
1: Um, you know what? I, I was trying to think about it. Um... And first, so obviously First thought in my head, okay, do I pair him Anywhere near Anywhere near uh, Dean Ambrose or John Moxley Do we go there at all I feel AEW wouldn't do anything with that They might maybe like meet Backstage and there might be these Random little, you know, kind of Like how WWE did with the Bullet Club They were teasing it, teasing it And it just kind of never happened until it happened um, So they Would definitely do that However, Roman reigns I feel um wouldn't be part of any stable he wouldn't be part of the elite he wouldn't be part of the inner circle um I do see him maybe doing something like ah but you see he can't be a, like because he can't be a follower okay so he can't be part of Brody Lee's exalted.
2: Well, I wasn't uh, saying it's thing. part of it. I'm saying he just has a conversation with Brody Lee, just like ah, yeah, I agree with you. F him. Yes, but I mean, and
1: I know what you were alluding to with they could kind of do a clip because he's done those Vince McMahon type clips, like you yeah. know, if someone's he's near me, kind of yeah, and they could definitely do that, absolutely. But it would just be weird to have Roman Reigns there. It would be awesome, maybe. If it was like a maybe if Jericho was doing it, it would be made more as a joke and kind of as a slash to Vince McMahon. But Brody Lee can't technically do it now because he's too he's made to be too serious. Um but they could really mess around with Roman Reigns here. They don't have to make him that top dog. Maybe we'll be able to see what he... Like, he's a good wrestler, but he's also limited to, like, four or five moves. I feel like he has more in his arsenal than that. I'm trying to remember his NXT days. Um, like, early, early NXT. But I can't... And I don't remember how he was then, but I remember he was less built. Um, But I feel like it would also just be a fresher uh, breath—a breath of fresh air um, rather—for Roman, because I feel like they would let him do what he needs to. He does have a relaxed personality as well. Generally, But honestly, the guy is kind of cool. He has a cockiness about him. Even when you listen to his Instagram lives or whatever. Um, so maybe just letting him be him. Because he's not even really that in the WWE. He's not really himself to the extreme necessarily. I find there's still a little bit of like he's holding back if you will because the fans are so we hate him we absolutely hate him or we absolutely like him but we still hate him like he he, in the wwe he's kind of in that position where damned if you do damned if you don't you're gonna hate him no matter what he has that stigma on him and i think that stigma is gonna be on him as long as he's a wwe wrestler so um i'm really hoping that this does come eventually to fruition and and um roman does take this and kind of like you know what when my contract is up i am good you're not getting me back thank you for everything you've done but no problem i won't need the wwe push come to shove if aew for some reason doesn't want me it's all good i'll call up Dwayne. i'll see how many more movies i can go into he wasn't that bad in um, Hobbs and Shaw, so granted it was a small part um, but essentially I don't know, I, I see him maybe doing something with MJF not necessarily being with him but maybe him doing a feud with MJF and kind of Wardlow goes against him first because they're two big guys Um I see him being a good guy, but I also see him not necessarily being with anybody. Um, Cause honestly, I, 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 I don't know. Like, ah, like I, I can't picture anything. It's, it's a good one. Cause I would love to see him in AEW though. TNA would be a no. There's he's too big for TNA. I feel. Um, you're probably gonna smack uh, me for that one there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you're getting lit Uh, up here in a few minutes. uh, But what
1: would you do then? Because I'm kind of curious because I don't know. Uh, But I would love to see it happen because Vince is a douche.
2: Well, remember, um, Smarks has champion's advantage here because he doesn't have to answer his own if he doesn't want to. Well, he
0: just... Indeed, I don't have to answer. Before I even get to any of my thoughts on it, uh, uh, I'll point out there's a reason you don't remember Roman Reigns in NXT much, and that's because he was actually only in NXT for about a month. Um, He started off in FCW in 2010, uh, and... He was you were stayed good there as I was talking. Yes, I sure was cuz I was like I I when you mentioned that you didn't remember him much, I'm like I got to be honest, I don't think I remember him much in there and either. He was at FCW from 2010 up until when FCW got renamed to NXT in August of 2012. But he didn't show up on NXT TV until October 31st episode of NXT TV where he defeated C.J. Parker. But then November 18th, just a little bit over two weeks later, is when The Shield made their debut on Raw. Or the Survivor Series, excuse me. Pay-per-view, right? So, So literally... Okay, whoa, 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 don't
1: write me, okay? You literally, I, I didn't realize I was talking to Wikipedia. <laughs> I was talking to Officer Smarks. So don't write that situation. That was all wikipedia up. Come on No, now. I,
0: I'm just Gotta saying, call I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking you on it. I'm just saying that, that that's why you don't remember him in, yeah. in NXT. Because he that's was enough. really only there for basically two weeks. I mean, a full uh, month from August uh, there. But once again, August to October 30th, he wasn't on screen at all. So right. he made an appearance on October 31st, and as far as I know, that was his only actual NXT appearance. And then two plus weeks later, he debuts on Survivor Series as part of the Shield. So um, so unless you happen to be able to watch FCW on TV, which... Uh, I am one hundred percent certain there's a channel up there in Canada that plays FCW, right? Of course, of, of course there is. <laughs> there, there's yes, one there. everywhere, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Valid. That's valid, though. So, so, uh, so that's why you don't remember him. Um, he also in FCW actually wrestled as Roman Liaki, Uh instead of yes. Roman Reigns. Um, I only
1: remember that because I feel like it was on a 24 or something where they mentioned that. Uh,
0: And then um, he only got renamed when he moved to NXT. And he was actually supposed to be a villain, which is what we've always wanted them to do with him. And so to answer my own challenge, the way to do it is to have him turn heel in the process and have him just come in and say, I've spent all this time doing things the way other people want me. Now I'm doing it the way I want to do it. And just run it off the um, and And probably, to be perfectly honest, uh, kind of like you, you have to walk this line. You don't want to put him directly in uh, John Moxley's circle, just in general. You want to keep them separate and let them be their own things. But if you have him show up and just destroy John Moxley backstage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that puts him immediately in the crosshairs. And then just have him run roughshod over a bunch of other people. Um, you know, uh, not caring about the rules, not, not caring about matches, interrupting matches and just spearing people and... and cocking his fist and Superman punching him, you know, things like that. Um, so, uh,
2: so you're basically booking the, the Roman World Order?
0: In a way. I I wouldn't have him, like, necessarily get friends and all of that stuff. I, I would just have him just come in and uh, heal and face alike. Be like, I don't like you, I'm gonna beat you up. And then eventually you can have a face, challenge him to a match at Whatever the next big pay-per-view is. All out or whatever. Uh, and him have his actual match debut at a pay-per-view against Cody. You know, Cody's saying, I'm sick of you Do coming we know? in here. Just... Do we know if his contract is ending anytime soon? Um, As far as I know, we don't know for certain. However... Uh there's the the whole thing that apparently, according to insiders, pretty much anyone who asks for their release right now will be granted. And I say pretty much, meaning I know they would fight, fight it even with him being in the doghouse. They would fight him leaving, but if he pushed hard enough, I think they'd probably let him go.
1: I don't think they'd do it. No, they won't do it because they know AEW would automatically pick him up for sure
2: side note because I didn't even think of Ambrose I would love a spot where like Roman's stretching before a match or something and he has his fist out and Ambrose walks up and puts his fist next to it and be like look I I just saw three dudes do that once I thought it'd be kind of cool nice to meet you (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure like Like, then you can get Boxley's comedy with it and I think that's gold I think I saw dudes do that once. I I think you
0: could... I think you could do that, although kind of opposite. Have him have his arm out like he's stretching and Moxley walk up and just look at it and then shake his head. Nah, man. And walk away.
2: (laughs) Either of those works. (laughs) Because Moxley's comedy is great. And Roman be like, I wasn't even...
0: Uh." (laughs) (laughs) But... So that's that's kind of how I would do it. Um, just let him let him basically Goldberg it, um, only you know all outside of the ring, just blindsiding people, and then leading up to a big match with someone. Like to be perfectly honest, the the best person to put him in a and first match would probably be Kenny Omega. Oh, uh,
1: absolutely,
0: because Kenny this Omega. Yeah, can can put him over and can make anyone look like a five-star ring general. Um, Not that Cody couldn't do a lot of that, too, but just a match. Kenny Omega as the ultimate face versus this new guy who's just been tearing through, you know. And in many ways, we were kind of talking about, I think it was was one of the last weeks, how... um, what AEW is going to need to do at some point is it's get another one of those big signings. And you probably couldn't get right now much bigger of a name signing than Roman Reigns. Um I think I think he would have to fight really hard to get released. But I do think that right now uh WWE's playing the PR game where if someone goes public about how they don't want to work for the company anymore um, I think instead of forcing them to work, they're they're gonna start letting more people go. So,
1: I don't think Roman. Yeah. No way, won't do it. I could
0: I could see
2: Vince actually going so far as to create a fake Roman Reigns, like he did with Diesel, and mm-hmm. yeah, like that. That, yeah. if,
0: that if, you, a fake, if he's like, all right, you're fine, you guys can go. Yeah, a I fake Roman really Reigns, say. and and feed him to the wolves a bunch of times to make him just look horrible you know yeah <laughs> i mean i'm go- even going so far as not to show his face on screen so so it's just like oh here you know here's brock lesnar f5ing someone on the concrete in the back oh it's got to be roman reigns because he's wearing a vest and has long black curly hair you know um just to just to destroy him because he's leaving um but Side note, like I would
2: it. also really enjoy seeing uh, Moxley make fun of Roman for cocking his fist
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there could be a lot of comedy to that too like a lot a lot <laughs> anyway boy I, 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 I really hope for Roman's sake he doesn't I I just don't think he's I don't know if he's the right fit for ADubs, dubs man <laughs>
0: I'm not necessarily saying uh, he's the right fit, but like I was saying, it just comes down to AEW is going to need to get another one of the. It needs its Hulk Hogan signing, or its Lex Luger signing. That that person who just appears out of nowhere and is a big name. And Brody Lee, it wasn't it. And Matt Hardy was closer to it but still not it. And and someone like a Roman Reigns would be it. Uh the the probably as as hated as he can be by by some of the smarks out there. Uh, uh, freaking Seth Rollins would probably be one of the biggest sudden names that they could get. Um AJ Styles would be huge, but AJ, we know AJ Styles is basically going to die in WWE. Um
2: yeah, I could, AJ Styles is pretty much all but said Man I worked so hard to come back To this point I just want to stay here
0: Yeah uh Charlotte Flair Would be a huge get But I don't think she goes anyplace Else either I think she Understands how good of A deal she's got in WWE That and And I'm not trying to knock her skill One way or another Because she's definitely talented But uh but, you know, she goes anywhere else and she's competing on her own talents, not the Flair name. And and that Ouch. kind of...
2: Oh my god, I hope you never meet Charlotte Flair.
0: Um, I'm not really? saying she's not talented. I'm just saying that in in a world where you've got uh, Zaya Lee and Mia Yim... And all of these other play- people who are also very talented and you're jobbing them out to Charlotte Flair. I don't think that happens in AEW. I think in AEW, she she becomes part of the machine. You know, she's going to lose. She's going to win. She's going to have, you know. I think in AEW, they know that they've got to build their future stars uh, just as much as, as take care of their current stars. And right now... Um, WWE is not really doing that so much. I think
2: she stays in WWE long enough to actually break her dad's.
0: Yeah, I don't think she's going anywhere. I want to be clear. I don't think she is, but I think she would be the uh, the closest thing to a Hulk Hogan moment for uh, AEW, especially wow. if you're considering women. Uh, I yeah. mean, Undertaker would be probably the closest thing to a Hulk Hogan moment in AEW uh for more reasons than just the fact that he's a big star also the fact that he's really old um but wow Hogan was like Hogan was in his 40s right now. Um, yeah so but it would be more like AJ but AJ's not doing it yeah um but like i mean you look at the other the other big names in WWE And this is kind of an offshoot of WWE's uh, penchant for uh, worrying about WrestleMania moments and not people, not creating stars. They don't have any of those Rock-level, Hogan-level stars right now. Um, And that's probably part of why WWE is is struggling in some ways in the ratings, is because they, they haven't built a star person, they've built... A whole bunch of moments and moments sell tickets to one event, stars sell tickets to every event. Um, but I guess you could argue that Brock Lesnar showing up in AEW would be a big, big Hulk Hogan sort of moment. Boy, but Vince I don't... Sure would think it was, yeah, he certainly would. He'd say, Oh, we're gonna lose the rating wars now, may as well hang it up, trips. Yep, oh, Brock Lesnar just went over there. Oh, jeez. Anyways, let's move on to booking number two. So, which one of you guys wants to challenge first? Okay, I, I, I just, guess I, that means D.A. Fabe.
2: <laughs> noticed that on WBU, somebody said, well, I always go third. So, I suppose I shouldn't go third this time. So, I was going to give him a chance to not go third. Um, said the best for last that's how I look at it right you know most people are going to turn out here in a few minutes but that's okay Uh, I mean statistically speaking yeah I know fair enough so um, probably because mine's going to be garbage that's really what it is (laughs) so uh, because you're you're a negative Nancy and won't talk about it Wow, I just was saying, like, <laughs> Go to be, ahead, out with it. Because I was a dick. Okay, that's what I was doing. I was trying to be self-deprecating because I was a dick. Uh-huh. Um, so let's uh, let's get after this then. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, no regrets. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um,
0: not even a single letter.
2: Not even one. Nope. Um, I'm actually gonna gonna revert back to something we talked a little bit about on WBU that 83 weeks episode. Um, I I would really like to have you guys fantasy book um, the star of your choice currently in the promotion of your choice being the missed opportunity of your choice so then the star of your choice in the existing promotion that they're already in instead going somewhere else and causing a significant missed opportunity for the existing the existing one so basically you're doing a reverse version of uh, what WCW did missing Brock Lesnar Um, you're saying that whoever has it right now got the star, and they would miss an opportunity if they didn't have that person and what that person would be as an opportunity somewhere else. There's a lot of freedom here.
1: I I, I feel, yet I'm still kind of confused. So are we actually booking at what they would do at the new promotion that they would be in and
2: how... Stealing Brian Cage Brian Cage never ever and, and I'm just using Brian Cage because it's the most generic, simplest um, possibility and I, and I kind of want to ruin it for Sparks. So <laughs> you're stealing Brian Cage from from impact, which let's be honest, anybody that's that's an upper level, upper echelon in aew or um, WWE or NXT, um, would be a missed opportunity uh, for Impact right now. So you could take whomever you want, put them in Impact, and suddenly create this machine. Um, I would hope Smarks would, you know, maybe go a little bigger than Impact, um, but that's up to him. Um, so yeah. example, AEW misses an opportunity at. Um, you could use. You could use. Marty Skrull, Impact AEW missed the opportunity Instead, AEW got the opportunity and now Impact missed the opportunity You mean Ring of Honor, but that's the point ROH um, yeah sorry so, ROH or um, you can pull John Cena out of WWE and he went to he went to TNA way back in the day um, God don't do that please don't do that
0: <laughs> uh, oh I'm probably going to surprise you with what I'm going to do I, I think you're going to surprise me uh, uh, you're going to be surprised at this however it is going to involve TNA wrestling Um oh uh, 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 But, TNA is not the missed opportunity. TNA is the benefit of this missed opportunity. Uh, TNA Wrestling started in, I want to say 2002, right? Yeah,
1: Uh, exactly. Like, one, two. Way back.
0: So, um, it started, yeah, 2002. So, i knew he was googling i just knew it of I, course I <laughs> I why, it why, my why wouldn't why wouldn't i so uh it's like
2: there's a wealth of knowledge at your fingertips and all you have to do
0: is press a few buttons to get it why why would i not use this huge huge uh resource um so tna just, wrestling uh started in 2002 jeff jarrett founded it with his father jerry Jarrett. um and part of their problem at the beginning was uh, uh getting those up and comers that could really compete with the big dog WWE WWF at the time cuz it still hadn't lost the trademark um uh, oddly enough uh Brock Lesnar's Ohio Valley Wrestling uh contract was from 2000 to 2002 It was in 2002 when he got pulled up to the main roster. But it also means up until 2002, he was in a developmental deal, which are a lot looser and less restrictive than the standard WWE deal. So my missed opportunity is that WWE misses out on calling Brock Lesnar up in time, and he goes off and signs with TNA Wrestling and debuts on the first episode of TNA's Impact Wrestling. Uh,
2: Ooh, okay.
0: Um, which then leads to a whole alternate universe where instead of becoming the man for WWE, the, the uh, multi-time champion the face of the company at least in Vince McMahon's uh eyes um he becomes the face of impact wrestling uh you know his career would probably be pretty similar um in terms of championship wins and and long runs and destroying people um get the hogan if I, blood on his chest a lot sooner mhm um cool. he oh, also would he also would have uh, probably a better run uh, facing off against Lashley, uh, something that he never sure. really got a, a, in in WWE uh, because WWE doesn't know how to use Lashley, um, but Lana does. Oh, oh so uh, and That's then fun. and then of course coming up to now, he'd be the part-time champion. Uh, that Brian Cage would have gone after to try to win the impact world title off of. Um it it really could have been one of those watershed moments. and this is, this is coming from someone who doesn't believe that that Brock Lesnar moved the needle that much for WWE overall or at least doesn't move it as much now. But let's be honest back in the day, when he first debuted and when he first came back from uh mma uh he did move the needle and those are some things Good. that moving the needle in the other direction towards tna wrestling could have been a really big deal so that's my missed opportunity that wwe drops the ball and doesn't pick him up to a, re- a full-time contract in time and he goes off to their biggest competition He ends up being at the forefront of their competition with Monday Night Raw when they went live on Monday night. And who knows where we would be in terms of uh, every other promotion right now? Would we even have a Ring of Honor? Would we even have an AEW? I don't know if we would.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and and the other aspect of that, so you still, that means you still get the angle matches with Mm -hmm. Lesnar. Um, because Angle's there shortly after. Lesnar doesn't have a travel schedule. Remember TNA for the longest time just recorded out of Pittsburgh and... What was it Pittsburgh in Florida or Pittsburgh and hmm. somewhere else? Yeah. So imagine then he doesn't have a travel schedule and it's not quite so bad. Um, he probably stays in pro wrestling then. He probably doesn't even do UFC. Yeah. That's probably. crazy to even think about. It. Like, that's, that's completely... Whoa. That's butterfly effect crap right there. That really is. <laughs> yep. Ow.
0: If this that... mic wasn't on a stand, I would drop it right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's that's solid because that actually does completely change the face of pro wrestling. AE, AEW probably never exists because of that. Um, Vince rolls out of one war to another. Jeff Jarrett is seen as a genius. Oh my lord.
1: Yeah, but guys, keep in mind though, not necessarily, because maybe Brock Lesnar wouldn't have been even as big. Because one of the things that really made Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar was Paul Heyman.
0: Good and point. Paul
1: Heyman wouldn't have been to NTNA unless well, you're counting Brock Lesnar and Heyman as like a duo. But
0: I, I'm not, not necessarily that. counting them as a duo. I will point out that they met when they were both in Ohio Valley Wrestling. And that's when they became friends. Paul Heyman wasn't a regular on WWE TV at the time. He didn't become one until Brock Lesnar got pulled up to main roster WWE. So Brock Lesnar doesn't get pulled up to main roster WWE. Paul Heyman sitting down in Ohio Valley jerking off. Who knows? Maybe he does come to uh, to Impact Wrestling. Maybe he doesn't. But... At one way or another, he's not on the other side of the coin. Because they don't bring him up if they don't have a monster to put him with.
1: Right. I do feel Paul Heyman wouldn't have done that, though. Because Vince and him have a really pretty strong relationship. So I don't think Paul Heyman wouldn't have went anywhere.
0: They didn't then, though. They didn't then. How many times has Vince fired Paul Heyman?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I forget these things. It's been a while.
0: (laughs) It's it's a lot. That's the answer. Is a lot. Uh,
2: Yeah, this that that's literally changing the face of all of wrestling, and I didn't. And with somebody so simple as as, it, it changes the face of multiple things. Um, because it changes the face of UFC. Um, It changes the face of of ESPN or CBS even covering WWE. On the internet like they do now um, That's pretty legit
1: <laughs> uh, Not necessarily though Yes, Brock's yeah. a big name But WWE has been doing big name stuff For Wrestlemania You know, uh, football players And so on
2: Sure, I, and, and I won't disagree with that But what I'm saying is they, they I think part of the reason Vince sees the coverage For Brock the way they do, the way he does, is because they're getting coverage on on mainstream now. They didn't even get that in the '90s during wrestling's heyday, right? You know, um, they did in the '80s when when people were still holding the kayfabe that it was real fights. Um, but they they certainly didn't in the in the '90s after Vince had released that it was kayfabe you know um, to the whole world I, I, I think the coverage changes I think the whole thing changes Brock does legitimize the sport significantly um, significantly <laughs> and so I that, 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 it really changes every it changes every Cena doesn't become Cena See, um, without Cena becoming Cena does CM Punk become CM Punk um Heyman may not even go like like Smark said. Heyman may not even go to um, to WWE. That means there's no Paul Heyman guys. Like, it changes a lot of stuff.
0: That yeah. if Heyman doesn't go to back to main roster WWE, there's no ECW resurgent, which then would mean there's no ECW d- December to dismember which is, in some ways, the worst WWE pay-per-view of all time, um, which then led to Paul Heyman getting fired again. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it,
2: that really could change a lot of stuff. That's a pretty pretty huge change right there. I mean, that's that's Hulk Hogan to WCW. That's probably more impactful than Hulk Hogan to WCW. That's the equivalent of of Stone Cold going back to WCW. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. That's like that's huge. Damn. Long term. Yeah. So, well, now you uh, just
1: made my booking really hard. Jesus. Yeah. Follow that up. Yeah, beat that. There's well, so much I'm for
2: not, going last, huh?
1: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm definitely not gonna beat that. Um. Yeah, that's a but what I, That qualified. <laughs> and and this, so it. I thought about this, and I'm still gonna go with it. I was trying to one up Brock, but I don't think I really can. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, with Dustin Rose with Gold Dust um you know cuz uh after i watched uh when Gold Dust actually went to WCW for seven. some at, at some point as 7 and Goldust, Dustin Rose, just completely was just pissed off. He was like this Uncle Fester gimmick. Screw these guys with their fat faces. But I absolutely hate Goldust. No one wants me as Dustin Rose. And, you know, 20 years later, we only see now the potential, essentially, of Dustin Rose. What he's doing at AEW. And... Although he's just like a mid-card, he's not necessarily their top star. He's still the best he's ever been. And he's 20 years older. So just imagine if, let's say, where could he have gone to, though? There was no AEW then. Maybe if he would have went to ECW, you know, ECW in his prime, because that's all they had then. Um,
2: homeboy's willing the to breathe that
1: works you know uh, and he would have been looked at so differently I don't know where they came up with this gold dust gimmick um, and it's yes it's iconic and everyone who doesn't even know wrestling knows the whole breathing the exhaling inhaling <sighs> gold dust you know like everyone knows that and it's cool or whatever But ultimately, that's all everyone remembers. And then, of course, the kick in the nuts and the ropes. Aside from that, no one necessarily cares. The only moment I can remember from Goldust is when he did the thing with Ahmed Johnson. And then Goldust's stuttering whole thing that he had. These are the two only things that I remember from Goldust throughout his entire years. With the WWF WWE, so I would just imagine it wouldn't necessarily change wrestling completely, but it would definitely change an entire uh, family's origin, if you will, the Rose the Rose family name would have been maybe we would have seen aew uh, something like an aew earlier because if dustin rose wasn't there chances are cody wouldn't have been there okay dusty rose at that point was wcw uh and then dusty left wcw and who knows maybe they would have started their federation then uh if you will kind of thing if dusty rose wasn't there nxt wouldn't have been what nxt was for the beginning stages maybe there wouldn't have been an nxt so dustin rose as a whole switching him uh as a missed opportunity to go to let's say ecw um because wcw obviously wasn't working they were going to make him seven uh, slash uncle fester um you know, maybe he would have went down to the indie scene. Uh, and the bigger name companies would have saw him for what he truly was and how much he could actually wrestle. Instead, Vince just cornered him into this uh, gold dust character as this gimmick and never wanted him to blossom into anything else. Uh, and it's very unfortunate. Um, but definitely Dustin Rose would have been... At least yeah i i could see him in ecw as how he is in aew currently maybe now at the mask or whatever but just him as dustin he would have worked in ecw because he can still he can wrestle he can wrestle now imagine 20 years ago you know because uh, we could see his potential now, how, how, how in it he actually is, what he can actually do. This guy can still do uh, Canadian destroyers at fifty, you know. Like ah, uh, the potential that could have been, that still is there. But just imagine that could have been twenty years ago if Vince McMahon got his head out of his ass and actually did something with this guy. But just. Kind of baselined him and went the comfortable, comfortable route, and that's it. You know. Side Uh,
2: note: I, 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 I kind of want to take a little bit of blame off of Vince on that because gold, gold dust was Dustin's invention. Vince just went over the top with it.
0: Well, yeah. Vince called him up and said, "What do you, what do you think about playing an androgynous character?" And uh, Dustin said, "Sure, I'll do that." And then went home and looked up what androgynous meant. And uh, then I'm still not knowing what that means. By the way, <laughs> it, it means um, you can't tell whether it's uh, male or female. Effectively, Uh-oh. it's blurred Uh-oh. that line. Um, so, uh, but but most of the Gold Dust character came out of Dustin Rhodes'... Yeah. Bad. Interpretations. Uh, I I gotta be honest, uh, it just makes me a little sad that your memories of Gold Dust don't include uh his uh uh what was it called? The the soundstage lot brawl with uh oh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Piper uh that then ended in a chase of a white Bronco through LA.
2: Oh I, or, I... It makes me sad that, that the opening feud that he had with Triple H before Triple H was big. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a really great feud. Um
0: or oh, his time it, with his, Terry. It,
2: yeah, his, yeah Terry coming out to the ring. The promos, the early promos were... But this is the
1: issue. How early are we talking about here? Uh, you were really? like
0: four. Yeah, pre-stutter, yeah. definitely. Way um, pre-stutter. Stutter, stutter, but the stutter, uh, the stutter uh, stuff uh, with... Austin, with Austin.
1: Uh, the Ahmed Johnson feud I remember really well
0: that's because that when he, he was actually
2: accused Obama. Ahmed Johnson instead of putting his hand in the way and Ahmed Johnson was homophobic
0: and right, you know they, they did that for a, they did that for
1: like a year though that feud I felt like was like really long it wasn't like a two three week thing it was like a really long feud that he had uh I feel I will pull uh Officer Smarks and Google.
0: I also want to say um, that to to be slightly fair to Vince McMahon on this, you know, you saying that uh, no one uh, gave him a shot to show that he could wrestle outside of the Gold Dust gimmick, but he actually had been in WCW before as the Natural Dustin Dustin Rhodes, Rhodes. uh, where he wrestled. Finisher
2: was a was a sit on the top turnbuckle it was basically a blockbuster but it was a bulldog
0: instead Mm -hmm. uh and he wrestled in jeans and and cowboy boots and and a t-shirt um and so you know we knew he could wrestle but
2: the other thing about gold dust why he wanted to be the gold dust character is because it was designed to piss off his dad
0: (laughs) Uh, so okay and it, it's the one thing that he was missing, as the natural Dustin Rhodes, was some pizzazz, for lack of a better term, some was some a polka dot singlet. Um, in a way, yeah, it was something, yeah. something to bring his character to be more than just hey, there's that guy in jeans and boots. There's hey, there's Dusty's kid. hmm So cowboy, uh, in in that respect you know it's it's probably why even in aew he still does half face paint and wears a very similar to gold dust outfit right i mean you'd think after the shattered dreams is a move Mm -hmm. you'd think after 20 plus years of of wrestling in spandex and tight you know non-breathing you know fake leather he'd he'd probably want something that breathes a little bit more but he doesn't he chooses to continue to wrestle in that probably because he understands that 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 look is part of what got him over um that looking like just the everyday man didn't work for him uh and so he needed something a little bit more and so he's paying homage to it maybe but anyway if they make i think if they make seven not a chimo that, 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 that was the probably the biggest thing is that was is the failure him, there. He, him if he, looking if in he's the not, window
2: of the kid. Yeah, if he's not implied to be a, a, a sex offender, I think he grabs onto that because that's that's their goal was to have it be a competitor with the Undertaker, and then it's a sex offender, and that just makes it weird.
0: Well, and it was heavily influenced by like the the thriller movies of the day, like. um Pinhead from, uh, yeah, totally blanking on the name of the movie. My wife's at home, Hellraiser. Hellraiser, there we go. She probably was screaming at, at her phone, it's Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was very heavily inspired by that sort of a thing, you know, with, with him floating to the ring, uh, yeah. in the long leather coat and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, if if they hadn't made it. Implied triangle. Uh, he might have stuck with it a little bit, but I think you know everyone's got a, a limit, and that was it. Probably it for him. So,
1: yeah. Flying to the ring was like kind of like okay, no, because <laughs> that looked. Although the the entrance looked kind of cool and the music was pretty dope, it was still pretty like okay, this feels like early WWE. Kinda well, like, like an Undertaker
2: thing.
0: entrance. You you also got to remember the time frame that it happened. You know, you're looking at it with modern eyes. At the time, that was pretty high budget special effect for a live TV show. Yeah. You know?
2: Well, and so you can see the railing that that his harness was connected to to roll him down there um, above him. The, the more important part is this is also at the exact same time as the Ministry of Darkness is being done mm-hmm. and so um, they felt like because that was an, an, an Undertaker versus Stone Cold um, feud um, I don't think The Rock was all the way there yet uh, HBK was out because Stone Cold had been a champion and um, Mankind had had battles with The Undertaker. But really, at that at that moment in history, there were maybe three guys that you can you could consider title contenders. Uh, I think Brett was still there. So you could say four. Um, but AB, HBK was out because of his injury, uh, his back injury. So you had Brett. No, Brett would have been gone because HBK was out with his injury. So it would have been... Um, it would have been... Stone Cold, uh, Taker, and Kane would have probably been the only real contenders at that moment because Rock wasn't all the way as a contender yet. Certainly Triple H wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think anybody else would be a, a, a significant title contender at that time, and I don't think there was at that exact moment in history. So pretty significant move there, I think. Um, I think it probably, it could have been more impactful for Dustin to stay, um, but we'll never know, and that's that's the missed opportunity, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, there yeah. is a missed opportunity somewhere with Dustin Rhodes, somewhere along the line, and I wouldn't ever discount that, because you're right, there's a missed opportunity. That dude is a world champion caliber athlete in his prime. Um, he also has his own personal demons with trying to get out from under his dad's shadow. Um, and kind of frequent from what I understand in that era of time, frequently felt like Cody was, um, was getting dad's love that he wasn't getting. And this is just from watching some documentaries and stuff. So. Well,
0: and you know, I mean, some of that comes down to just family. Uh, dynamic. Cody, yeah. Yeah. Cody's mom is not Dustin's mom. Correct. So uh, they're they're technically step brothers. Um, Half brothers. Half brothers. Yeah. Um, Same difference. Um, well, but it it makes a difference when your mom is the ex wife and his mom is the current wife, right? Yep. You feel like the current son. Gets more attention than the Cody's former. also only son, mm-hmm. And only child in terms of the
2: half sibling aspect. He's the only one with those two parents. So, right. Dustin, Dustin was a little uh, uh, politely put because I, again, I, I admire him. Uh, he went through these stages in life. If you've watched him, some, uh, documentaries on him he was he was in a pretty dark place in his life during the gold dust stuff I mean he wanted to hurt his dad by being maybe gay um which was the the theory behind gold dust um he he yeah he, he wanted out from dusty shadow and dusty really wanted him to carry you know carry basically be the American dream and he didn't want to. He didn't really want anything to do with it. I mean, he intentionally avoided being part of Dusty's company. He came back to WCW, and Dusty wasn't there anymore. You know, that's when the Seven gimmick happened. So, I, I don't think you're going to get another fact, another show, another company with Dusty and Dustin starting it in the '90s. But I do think there's definitely a missed opportunity somewhere with Dustin Rhodes. Yeah.
1: Fair. I just yeah, I, I I didn't know really much about them feuding uh Dustin oh. and Dusty. Uh which I'm actually very curious about and uh definitely probably gonna go check out
2: a documentary on that. Yeah, they he didn't like his dad at that moment in
0: history. Loved loved him but didn't like him at all. I, I mm-hmm. do think it's kinda interesting because Cody has talked about his love-hate relationship with his father at times too. And so, uh, you know, uh, I think both of them kind of felt like the other one was the golden child and probably neither of them were 100% correct. But, because I I think Cody always felt like he was being held up to Dustin's standard, you know? That Dustin was the natural. Dustin was the super talented... In ring technician, and, and why can't you be more like Dustin? And of course, Dustin, uh, like you said, felt like Cody was the favorite child, the golden boy. So, anyways, the, the it, I, I guess you could kind
2: of equate it to David Flair and Charlotte today. If David, if David had some. An overwhelming desire to be in wrestling, which I don't think he really does. I don't think he did even when he was doing it. Um, or Reed, um, you know, it's pretty easy for people to think that that Charlotte would be the favorite in that family uh, of, of 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 Rick because she's the one who's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also pretty easy for Charlotte to say, "Well, gosh, you you hand fed David opportunities." in a company you were still being successful in you didn't do that for me i mean yeah i got to use your name but that was about it like you didn't hand feed me an opportunity to be the champion
0: yeah that's the the dustin uh the dustin uh versus dusty Rhodes uh analogy to david flair and rick flair is kind of a funny <laughs> okay <laughs> Obviously, David is not nearly as talented <laughs> as Justin is. I'll give you that. I think, um, I think. I think. And talent is part of it. I think. Desire to be in the company. I really don't think David Flair actually wanted to be a wrestler. No. I just I, think he didn't know what else he wanted to do. I so think. So, Daddy that, comes and says, "Can you be a wrestler?" And he's like, ah, okay." Uh, I, sure. it, even
2: more than that, I think it was kind of David saying, um. Uh, Rick saying, "Well, you're gonna to have to get out of the house and get a job of your own. I don't want to get a job. I'll get you a job at my place."
0: That, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, that being said, that's
2: really what it felt like more than anything.
0: That being said, he ended up dating Tori Wilson. So, I mean, we can throw as much shade as we want, uh, but <laughs> but it, it worked Stacey out pretty Keebler. good. For him. I thought he was a Stacy. Oh Keebler. no, yeah, it was, was Stacy Keebler, uh, yeah. Billy Kidman. Not all blondes look alike even hotter sorry yeah but so (laughs) so we can throw as much shade as we want to at at david flair but he came out of it pretty darn good in the long run so (laughs) at least at least
2: for a week or two at least for a week or two
0: um (laughs) (laughs) anyway well let's move on because we still have the final challenge The final challenge. Doo-doo-doo-doo.
1: Boom boom. So what Just do you got for copyright us? Copyright infringement.
0: I sang it with my own mouth. <laughs> it was it was, fair it was, enough. It
2: was a creative parody because he said challenge.
0: Uh
1: fair enough, this is true. What do you mean what do we got for you? I thought we did everything. What are we missing you here?
0: You haven't done your challenge yet. I mean you did his challenge to you but you haven't challenged us yet oh yes wait
1: what about right yes okay my bad I just went crazy with Dustin Rose thing
2: um okay my bad um are you saying rose like flower or roads like thing you drive on spelled uh roads like rose rose
1: the d is silent damn it
2: Okay, I just wasn't sure which one it was. We're good. I just... clarifying.
1: Well, okay, but I mean, I guess that was my challenge. What would you have done with Dustin Rose um, in that regard? That's why I was kind of confused. What would you have done with him if, you know, because I feel like in WWE he was a missed opportunity... Uh, for him to do something bigger. So what would you guys have done with Dustin Rose uh, by him not going to... Where would he have flourished more? I guess I kind of answered my question. I forgot about you guys. Very selfish of me. My bad. Go ahead. What would you guys have done with Dustin Mark, Rose, so a.k.a. Uh, a.k.a. seven, a.k.a. whoever?
0: Um, well, I mean, what I would have done dis- different with him I, that's that's tough because because to be perfectly honest as great as he is in aew uh gold dust is what made him um a name right and gold dust N- is not a world champion gimmick no and and so it's like like would i've continued with him as the natural no not really uh, I mean, he was good. He put on great matches, but kind of like Stunning Steve Austin was very good, put on great matches, but was never going to be world champion. Neither uh, was the ringmaster. Neither was the ringmaster, right? Uh, but Stone Cold, that's a world championship gimmick. And uh, I just I don't know as much as I love Dustin as as a performer – I just don't know if there is a gimmick, uh, that puts him in that level. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things you, we don't know because he never did it. Uh, maybe there is one, maybe, maybe we're just short sighted and can't see it. But, uh, I just, I don't know if there's anything I would have done different with him, really. I mean, that's kind of a cop-out to say, but, no, I mean...
1: but it, also, it also just alludes to the fact that, you know, the gold dust kind of suited him perfectly because it is, you know, at the same time, although he was still always a mid card, the guy still, you know, was bank enough to be have kept all those years. So it was somewhat of a a gimmick that didn't really get old, if you will. It was just more safe. And so he kind of played the safe route, and therefore no one really thought of necessarily firing him because, you know what, he's still good. He he still can bank in something. It was kind of a safe character. So, Ed, because like you mentioned, that's kind of what made him him. And I like, guess in a sense it was kind of perfect.
0: Yeah. Like, if, if he went to... Uh, Impact Wrestling or Ring of Honor, you know, back in 2008, right? What could he have done different that would have put him at the top? Uh, he could have done a biker gimmick with that, put put him in aces and eights, and 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 no, that really wouldn't have done anything. Um, if 2015 could have gone to no, 2015 goes over to New Japan and joins Bullet Club. Is that gonna put him up over the top? Probably not. You know.
1: Well, I mean, what did you think of this? Is you know, hindsighting to, well, what would you think of Cody Rhodes when he was Stardust?
0: Well, Which, I mean, but the, he wasn't tough...
2: Stardust first. When he did
0: the dashing Cody Rhodes gimmick, that oh, was yeah. gold. Well, and that's that's the deal. The entire time he was Stardust, we could look at him and say, he is so much better than this, right? But I I don't know if I ever saw a time with Dustin that I said, he's so much better than Goldust, right? I would um, say
2: that there was a time when Goldust was better than Goldust. Mm -hmm. And And I think that's where the ball was missed, because that's when we got to it being more and more okay to be this. I I don't know if the gimmick was it was it was faux homosexual. Uh, It played played on on the emotions of people who were homophobic a little bit at the time. It played on on certain emotions. Um, It was it, it also wasn't homosexual because he had a wife um so it was bisexual um it, it was i androgynous behavior like you mentioned um i just think that that would have been absolutely gold in the attitude era if they hadn't regulated him to midcard mm-hmm. and i think that's where your opportunity was missed with him i really do when he came back from being seven and suddenly he's he's basically booker's bitch <laughs> um that was the moment, and and Booker was underused um, two years in. First year he wasn't, but was underused at that time. So, um,
0: I think that's where I think I have him be the original Gold Dust again. Um, that's just well, me. And and that's kind of the thing. It's like Gold Dust was an original character he came off as original he had original desires and original motivations and all of that stuff stardust just was a derivative of gold dust it was just hey you're related to gold wrestler in real life so we're gonna make you an offshoot of it so right. i think anyone who'd seen cody before or during stardust knew that he could be so much more now did we know he could be the american nightmare cody um maybe maybe not. not but but he went off when he decided to bet on himself and went off and went to new japan and ring of honor and started to build up this american nightmare cody Rhodes gimmick um it was it was a light bulb moment you could just see he knew that he was main event material. He knew that he was on the path to that. He wasn't a finished product to start off in Ring of Honor, but he knew that, that he had started himself on a path that would lead him to main event material. Um, but I don't know if there was, I don't know if Dustin Rhodes ever had a better shot at that than Goldust because Goldust was a wholly owned and created by him character. Uh, and Stardust wasn't Stardust was you know hey just be like your brother except blue <laughs> <laughs>
2: so true i I would have liked I would have loved to have seen his return be um as over the top if not more over the top than in the introduction in 1996 I really I really really think that we could have seen um he was so before his time in 96 granted there, there was probably not as much volatility in the, um, in the LGBT movement, uh, in terms of, of, uh, out, I feel like the nineties were, were more open and, uh, uh, friendly to outside thought, um, then, Polarized thought. We didn't have, I, I and maybe, am I, do you feel differently than this, Marks, where, where not necessarily was acceptance
0: higher, but, um,
2: it wasn't so polarized in conversation?
0: I, I, I don't know because, I mean, we, we can bring up the fact that Matthew Shepard happened in the 90s and, and, uh, Boys Don't Cry happened in the late 90s and, yeah, you know, uh, it it was a scary time for people legitimately dealing yeah, with that. Yeah, and I guess that's true. That's uh, true. Right? So in, anyway,
2: um, and and you know, I could, and and again, I was young and naive and it was just like, uh, okay, so somebody's gay, which is kind of how I feel today. <laughs> you know, I, okay, he's gay. Eh. I okay okay. <laughs> um. I. I understood what they were doing with Goldust in in '96. I really think you could have done something exceptional with him in 2003, um, uh, rather than just have him being a uh, 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 guy, <laughs> which is exactly who he was. Um, but it was yeah. us. I liked it. I showed his comedic side. It was. It was. And 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 there was comedic, but. It seems like great gimmicks that are done exceptionally well that are mid-card gimmicks end up being comedy gimmicks. And that doesn't have to be the case. You could have evolved Gold Dust like you evolved Triple H. Remember, this is... Triple H's first feud in WWE is Gold Dust. And Gold Dust, maybe second or third, I think Henry Godwin was first. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I don't remember for sure who it was, or Midian, if you want to call him Midian Um, I I think that you could have evolved that character um, the second time to not not be um, to not be a stuttering, stuttering sideshow but instead a a main card show Um, and I'm not saying you put the title on him Um, but you know you easily could have him play the Umaga role where he does have a title shot and is considered a contender all the time you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. Like I, I, I really think he I think in that era would have been the time to do it because he's not dealing with his very angsty late 20s early 30s that he had in the from 94 to really 2003 ish that's when he kind of fell into his niche um, or niche if I was a prick um, if, <laughs> if wait a second a prick. hold on I'm going to demonetize this don't fuck up gold, but gold dust on the second run. We're demonetized on, uh, YouTube. Now congratulations me. Um,
0: well, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I, I just really think that that's, I think the second run was the window. I think when he came back and Vince is notorious for this. If, if you come back as the same gimmick you were the first time, um, <laughs> you're fucked. Like you just are, um, you know, God bless for Drew McIntyre, he didn't come back as the chosen one. He came back as the Scottish psychopath. Um, different character. And because he came back as a different character, he was able to he could still be Drew McIntyre. Um, but the reinvention of gold dust could only go one of two ways. It could either go more gold dusty which I think would have been great, still give him the, the gold flake from the ceiling and, and stuff like that. Um, have him interrupt matches with that instead of um, instead of just kind of regulating him to a tag team with Booker. Uh, but again, this is a time that's loaded with really good talent and, of course, John Cena. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, well...
0: And and I think with Gold Dust we have kind of the um the prototype for the character that doesn't need to be uh, title adjacent, right? Gold yeah. Dust as a character doesn't need to be chasing a title. His feuds can be entirely personal, much like we argue Bray Wyatt's feuds need to be. Sure. I, and I think that's a, a perfect thing to have him do.
2: It can still be—he can still be a contender, but you know, just really more of an agent of chaos than anything else. Especially considering the gimmick is—I I don't want to—I don't want to say this incorrectly—can be volatile because some people are chicken shits about stuff, you know. <laughs> about other people's lives. You know, and so um yeah I and that just, wasn't it, him just, being volatile
1: so ladies and gentlemen me? Yeah I was just I was just messing with you. Go ahead. Say the F word.
2: Say it now.
1: Nope, not doing it.
2: Fuck. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe that would've been a bad <laughs> <good> character. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. I I just think. Well, I don't, because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to piss off either audience there because it is extremely polarized right now. But at the end of the day, that polarized character, whether it's a horror flick guy like Bray Wyatt, whether it's a horror flick. Undertaker, which was scary at one point in history, Um, whether it's a a pretentious "I'm wearing a six hundred dollars silk shirt," rock, Um, whether it's a pretentious "I worked my tail off for this," damn it, I am the game, uh, greatest interview of all time, um, setup doesn't matter whether it's whether it's the fruity pebbles there that that little bit of volatility where somebody doesn't like and somebody does like has been a gift to the WWE and has been a gift to to pro wrestling um one of the greatest things about kenny omega in the bullet club was that you know he he was the bad guy who people got behind um and you know that's at the same time as Okada is the good guy who sometimes people are like ah He's just going to beat Kenny again, you know, and so we get this, that second match between the two of them. We got, oh, my God, this is the greatest wrestling match of all time. Um, and if you haven't seen it, please go watch. By the way, the third one is actually the greatest match of all time between the two of them. But the second one is really is, that's the Iron Man match, right? Smarks?
0: Yeah, I believe so- Iron Man was the second one. Yeah. Because that ended and-
2: in. And I would still say it was... Well, I don't know. It and the third were both... Like, you want to call the top five greatest matches of all time. um, Those two are in it.
0: Like, that's how good these are. And the biggest thing with those matches are... You kind of have to take them as a group. Because they each built off the previous one. Yeah, they really did. There was a storyline that spanned all three of those matches.
2: And so... I think you can do that with Gold Dust um, because of the volatility of the character amongst fans, because people can both like and hate him at the same time, um, based on their own opinions, right, wrong, or indifferent. they had that ability to do that, and I, so I think the second time he was back was really the time to do that when, when it was more than understood. This is this is, don't be a fuck pig you know, like don't don't be a judgmental prick here. Um, this is a, this is this is part of the life that we have um, we could, either way. Um, and I think you had that same thing. you know it, I go back to one of the other top fives of all time that's more WWE. Um, I would go back to Brett and Sean. You could like or hate either one of those pretty easily in the Iron Man match. Right. You could think the Brett got screwed because they restarted the match. You could think that it's only fair because um, Sean didn't tap out. All of that was was a fair statement. You know, in the in the same sense you could think Stone Cold got screwed because um he passed out and Brett, you know, Brett's in a lot of these greatest matches of all time. Um but at the end of the day what really makes these matches so very lovable um, is it may, it sounds like they're a freaking Care Bear <laughs> um, <laughs> but what makes these matches so lovable is that you can get behind either character and people can be on either side of that fence um, there's not a person on the planet that is over the age of 25 who when Brock returned and attacked uh, attacked John Cena wasn't like fuck yeah John Cena's gonna get his comeuppance Die, motherfucker, die. There's also not a person who who doesn't feel the inner, in, inside, um, ch- inner child or a child that was watching that wasn't like, oh my God, Fruity Pebbles is going to die. <laughs> yeah.
0: you know? Boy, but, you're uh, really going all in on this demonetization thing right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I really am. I, I, it's okay. This you
2: is
0: can an just episode I day don't day. want to make money. <laughs> so, anyway, no. <laughs> um, in for a excuse, penny, in for a pound. My I guess. Language.
2: And, and I apologize to your wife because I know she gets upset at my language sometimes. So, um... <laughs> but, uh, no. I, I really think that that's what messed up with, uh... I really think that that's what messed up with Goldust, is they didn't allow him to be more than a comedy character the second time. The first time, he was it was so exceptionally well done, and I think Smarks would agree with this. So exceptionally well done. I don't care if it made people uncomfortable. I don't care if they were fine with it. Whatever it is, whatever their opinions were, it was so exceptionally done that people had an opinion. And that was the most important part, and nobody gave a rip about. In fact, it was kind of like you're making fun of a guy with a stutter, which makes you a jerk. See, I didn't demonetize that one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, well, I mean, making fun of that note
2: is just rude.
0: On that note, we're gonna move on because we've uh, spent a lot of time talking about Dustin Rhodes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is a (laughs) dusty episode. Yeah. And it is time for us to play a game of Nullify, Vilify, or Deify. That's right. Our shameless copy of Fire Push Barry. The rules are simple. You're going to nullify someone out of wrestling entirely, vilify one to the bottom of the card, and Deify one to, straight to the top. However, instead of that, we're going to switch it up this week. <laughs> okay. We You're are going good. to... Uh, No, I'm still going to go first. (laughs) But uh, this game is now, for this week at least, going to be called Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. So instead of nullifying, vilifying, and deifying, you are going to relocate these three WWE wrestlers to a different company. And it is your... Uh, I concept I guess which one of those is the mellifying which one of them is the vilifying and which one is the deifying but um, that's entirely up to you uh, so the first round your choices are Sami Zayn Keith Lee and Elias ooh
2: dibs as Over, in you right? want to go? yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, Go ahead. So Like you really had to dibs. Like Yeah. I'm all about (laughs) this. Um Sami Zayn is designed to be to have the freedom to do um whatever he wants to on the mic and and in a role Um, I think he would get lost in the shuffle in AEW which I know is where Smarks thought I was going when I said that but I don't think he does in ROH and I think ROH needs a guy like Sami Zayn um, to be opposite of Marty Skrull so I think that's really the place for him to go and he would so incredibly elevate ROH um, even way beyond what Marty Skrull will and Marty Skrull great, but less known than Sami Zayn. So I think that's where Sami Zayn goes. Um, I, I think this actually deifies all three of them, by the way. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, so you had Sami Zayn, Keith Lee, and, and who was the third one? Elias. Elias. Um, Elias. God, he'd be great in Impact, wouldn't he? Like, there's not a lot... Li- when Ken Shamrock is, is one of your featured stars... Um, I think Elias has the right build. I think he has the right setup. I think uh, his mic skills are are solid enough to do that. And I think AEW needs a monster that is a legit title contender monster, and he can move like because I don't know if you guys watched NXT this week or not, but as much of a Keith Lee fan as I am, and as much of an NXT fan as I am, I did not enjoy the stopping the grabbing Damian Priest's hands and saying, I am limitless. I was like, oh, that's a Vince line. Oh, that was not great. Um, but I think in in AEW, he fits with that mobility that we so enjoy seeing there can you imagine a kenny omega versus keith lee match where kenny is catching that 340 pound man coming over the top rope in his tornado uh tornado uh whatever it's called uh, where he flips over the corkscrew um flip over the top rope um and and elias i think elevates any feud any and every feud that he touches in impact so that's where i go with those
0: Interesting
2: Interesting.
1: Um, okay So Who do I got? Okay, so Keith Lee First of all, Sami Zayn, I agree Indies, because Sandy Zayn Well, Indies, uh, ROH Not really Indies, I guess, but Indies I mean, he'd be
2: great in Uh, AEW, but I think He'd get buried in the the pack again I I don't think he would,
1: though I think he'd be your first TNT Champion if the tournament didn't Start yet um, I think yeah. he would do really well with MJF. I, I I think he would be phenomenal in AEW. He wouldn't be a main, he wouldn't be going for the heavyweight title.
2: Uh yeah, but I he think can definitely ROH. a lot more though. Uh
1: I mean I yeah, he would definitely benefit uh benefit Just... ROH and he would be Sami Zayn. I feel like he would go back to uh his indie character El Generico. Um because whoa, whoa whoa, Gener- whoa, whoa!
0: El Generico is a totally different person altogether. Okay. <laughs> El Generico doesn't speak English. Okay. No, Sami Zayn right. speaks English. <laughs> Obviously, they cannot be the same person.
1: It's just, when 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 he puts on that mask, he uses he loses his ability to speak English, and he goes back to his native tongue. Oh, no. El
0: Generico is, is retired <laughs> down in Mexico. It's it's a well known fact. Just move on. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad now, like I did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then okay, so El Generico goes there. He gets out of retirement. Goes to ROH. Um, and what else? Okay, so Elias. I think yeah I mean ah, like I guess Elias goes to impact but I feel like he would be used more properly in um, in AEW and I feel like he could have a lot of feuds in AEW Keith Lee does uh, is would be good in AEW, but I feel like Impact would need him more than AEW needs Keith Lee. Um, so to kind of make everyone kind of win in that matter, because Elias is also a great speaker as well as a good wrestler, he can do AEWs. Keith Lee, great, phenomenal wrestler, can do a lot. I don't even know if they have an X Division anymore in uh, Impact because I obviously still haven't done my watching
0: of Rebellion. Um, oh, but... Yes, they have an X Division still Okay Isn't he a little heavy
2: for the X Division?
0: Well, uh... nor- normally I would say yes But Willie Mack just won it so. Okay, fair enough um...
2: And there's Well, well yeah it's, it's, Joe live had it at, it at one point So uh, yeah, I'll give it to you There we go. Um
1: and yeah, so that's what I'm going with it. elgin uh so excuse me, Sami Zayn at uh Sami Zayn at ROH, Keith Lee at uh Impact and uh Elias at uh AE Dubs and no one is getting buried technically. Everyone will be happy as to where they're going.
2: I uh I really love the fact that you almost control V, control C that. And then you went, ah, crap! I didn't call dibs. So abort! 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 Um, <laughs> I think I mean, uh... I mean, uh, yeah, we'll we'll
0: switch those two. <laughs> where where would you have gone, Smarks? Um, to, to be perfectly honest, um, I it's can tough see to not put Zane in in AE dubs, but it's
2: it's you want to see him be the top of the card.
0: Yeah, I and that's the deal. Is uh, to be perfectly honest, the toughest one for me is Elias. Really, like Keith Lee is a star no matter where he goes. Yeah, right. Sami Zayn goes back to Ring of Honor, um, or goes to Impact, and he he's a he's a star. Uh, he goes to AEW. He's he's near the top of the card, but I don't know if he's top of the card but Elias is the he's toughest used one than
2: he is in WWE oh definitely
0: better NFL. used yeah. but uh, Elias is the toughest of those three because like we really haven't been able to see what he's truly capable of in WWE because every time they've started to give him any sort of a push they've just suddenly changed their mind and pulled back on it entirely right uh, yeah we don't or- even have his, his Corbin
2: feud anymore Corbin killed him tried exactly. to kill him and that yeah. future lasts way longer than one match
0: yeah and that's the deal is it's like they they start to give him a push and then they're going no nah, we're just going to use him to build someone else up and um, i
1: was certain they were going to do something at money in the bank because they continued it and then corbin won the money in the bank and i'm like okay so i thought that we going to pull the apollo cruise with corbin and it was going to be elias doing something to Corbin since Corbin injured him. And I honestly thought they were gonna do something with that.
2: They could uh, still do that. They got a week. technically
1: still, well, no, they got Friday. Yeah. <laughs> they got money in the bank is uh is the Sunday, no? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but So so I think I think I probably end up more in line more or less in line with uh uh DFA on this uh Sami Zayn um it, it, Sami Zayn could really be either Ring of Honor or Impact but probably Ring of Honor Keith Lee to AEW and Elias to Impact um Elias has has the size and look to be you know out there with Moose and Michael Elgin um you know, and, and throwing down with them, and and he'd be a pretty big star over there. So I
1: could also and, see Elias in the inner circle as well, though. Like, though, you know, just because. Like yeah, I can see it. Talking like, Hager. A, a talking Hager, yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, and, and maybe they just get rid of Hager at the same time. <laughs> he is kind of useless, isn't he? <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Um, speaking of uh DA Fabe, did you get a chance to watch the Manitoba Melee yet? No, I have not. Uh, oh, you are missing out. It's so it was much. Sad, fun.
1: This is that's that was the last bubbly bunch we were gonna get, because Jericho announced they're gonna be back on uh AE Dubs and uh they're gonna be back to serious business. And I was like, no.
2: <laughs> I'll watch the bubbly bunch, I'll watch the Manitoba Melee you better
1: all three it's Mm -hmm. all on youtube and it's all on all elite wrestling so you go do that this instant get off of this podcast and go
2: (laughs)
0: so are we doing this with all of our all
1: all of our you
0: are welcome i i think we do roh AEW, or impact instead of fbi Melify, vilify or defy this week and i don't know this might be the new version because it's actually a lot of fun this is a lot of fun so um obviously we're
2: taking away from the wwe which you know we're just firing people anyways at wwe so we may as well do this um so i'm gonna I, i'm gonna go ahead well do you want to go first so that i don't ruin your thunder uh yeah you know what i'll, I'll,
1: I'll i i will uh, go uh, in the middle this time be that sandwich um so ow, 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 ow. there we go well we got the porno music anyways with this podcast so it works um
2: Cheap <laughs> porno music like Metallica. <laughs> hey, hey. Refer, hey, hey. Re- refer back to uh, our review of uh, WrestleMania if you're wondering why I said cheap porno music like Metallica.
1: <laughs> yeah, straight up. Uh, and uh, Goldust will be the cameraman uh, for <laughs> now. We have a video for this episode. Um, so yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll do this. So, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega.
2: He's already in one of them.
1: You're switching them up, is what I'm oh. saying. Oh,
0: okay. So you're not hey. limiting it to WWE. Okay.
1: Oh, you guys. Okay, fair enough. We get. I'll, I'll keep it that way. Same. I don't want to mess we'll up. From WWE
0: to up. one of the other
2: three.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um. All right, so we're still going to go with AJ Styles. Okay. okay we're going to go with... Um, okay, AJ Styles. Um, damn. No, you know what? You can go next, bud.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go with my... Predicted finalist. I was going to, if we keep doing this, I'll, I promise Brock Lesnar will be in this category. Um, but tonight he's not going to be. Um, tonight we're going to use uh, members of the uh, interim cruiserweight championship tournament. And they're the people that I'm predicting will be the final three. Um, I know that there's only supposed to be two, but I feel like Kushida is going to lose to Drake Maverick to allow for there to be three. Um, So I'm going to say Kushida I'm going to say Tozawa and I'm going to say Drake Maverick
0: Okay Well I'll go ahead and go here Um, This is a tough one for me because you guys know My love of Drake Maverick Rockstar Spud
2: Yeah Uh,
0: I'm I'm giving you the opportunity to put him somewhere else Yeah and uh,
1: I mean He's going to be going somewhere else anyways Oh, that's harsh that's
0: harsh. The the, the thing is, is harsh too soon. Too soon. Okay. Like, too soon. For me, it's. I don't want him to go back to Impact, even though I think that's a likely landing place for him. If only because even in Impact, they didn't really allow him to be Rockstar Spud. And I feel like only Ring of Honor or AEW will allow him to be that character.
2: Um. AEW has the money to do
0: Living on a Prayer, too. That's what I I kind of go on. Like, could they convince AEW to shell out the money uh, to license Living on a Prayer for his entrance music? Is Uh,
1: find out how much it would be to license Living on a Prayer?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, a set price. I think, basically, (laughs) they would contact... uh, bon jovi's management company and they would throw back a number and they'd probably throw back a really really high number and then AEW could counter offer and and end up negotiating lights the tough thing is it's licensing fees are are really intricate you can license things for broadcast but not for replay or home video which is why when you turn on like old episodes of uh, raw or nitro on the network there are so many theme songs that are cut, Dubbed Dubbed or cut entirely uh, Because oh, really? Because even, even In WCW Like Jimmy Hart was making Most of the theme songs for WCW But it, His license fee for WCW Was only for broadcast Not for home video So even the ones that WCW Owned and came to wwe in the purchase are still not licensed to be put on the streaming platform for you know um so that's where it's tough you know because in this day and age everything mm-hmm. is gonna eventually be on streaming you know ring uh, ring of honor has their streaming platform impact has their streaming platform uh, aw i have no doubt is just waiting until they've got enough Shows under their belt that they can start advertising, subscribe to AEW TV, you know, to have access to our entire back catalog of. I feel like that'll be partnered with
2: Bleacher Report.
0: Um, probably or fight, either one. Fight, yeah. Um, but but they're they're just waiting, I think, till they have enough backed up, and so that's why it's tough because they could license Living on a Prayer. But would they spend the extra money to license it for rebroadcast, or would we end up with dubs for for that? Anyways, that's beside the point. Um, I, I, I really want to see him in AEW, but I almost feel like Ring of Honor might be the better fit for Rockstar Spud. But... Wow. Um, okay. Ex- the the only kind of caveat is in real life, uh, EC3 and Drake Maverick. Rockstar Spud um, are really really good friends and if EC3 heads to AEW I think Spud's gonna wanna come to AEW as well um but I think he's already losing his best
2: friend Braun so
0: yeah but so for, for uh purposes of this game I am going to go Rockstar Spud to Ring of Honor uh AJ Styles.
2: Nope, nope, this is Tazawa and Kishida. Oh, no, that's AJ right. AJ was him.
0: AJ was him. Uh Tazawa and Kishida. Um Kishida to A.E. Dubs. Um that's really good. He, his character's great there. His character's great there. His his match style. Yeah. I mean, it's I cool. could just see him throwing together some great matches with Sabian, with Darby Allen, with uh Jack Evans and an um Absolutely. you know, just some banger matches. So uh Absolutely. which then leaves Tazawa to Impact Wrestling. Um uh, X Division. Yeah, not a bad I guy. know. I, mean,
1: that, I know. Well he'd definitely he, be better used in Impact than
0: Dare to be, that's for sure. So I hope. <laughs> so that's where I go. Uh I like I say, I really want Spud in AEW, but there's just part of my gut that tells me that even AEW probably won't allow him to be the rockstar spud that I really want him to be.
2: So Well, you want him to have living on a prayer, but you can do a different
0: rock. Well, song I'm, for. I'm fine without living on a prayer. I, I, he just needs to be, cause he was also vicious. He was vicious. He was, uh, egotistical. He, he was edgy. And there, there's some things that I just, I'm, Worried that they're not going to allow him to do an AEW if he goes there. Hopefully, Fair they enough. prove me wrong.
2: Fair enough. All
0: right.
2: Uh, as for now, that, I'll, uh, our giant Tozawa fan, I want to hear it where are you put it. Yeah, no.
1: know. is going. Uh, I'm bringing Tozawa at 8. Uh, I want AEW to do something with him, although I think he'd be good. Uh, perhaps at Impact. I feel like they would do something with him. I still feel like Tozawa would get a decent push. Like I would love to see him and Kenny go at it, for instance. I feel like there's a lot of five-star matches that Tazawa can actually have um, at AEW. Just look at Tazawa's matches back in NXT. He had so many uh, amazing matches in NXT. And the way that he's being used... I mean, losing to Bobby Lashley... In this gauntlet match, uh, and then losing to Jinder Mahal, and then we don't even see Jinder Mahal this week. Like, and then Lawler call just so many things that they're doing wrong with Tazawa, and I'm not even referring to the ramen noodles situation. I I just, I just, (laughs) I hate how they're depicting him, how they're using him. Uh, but him, uh, Tazawa at AE dubs, um. Spud Can, is gonna go take comfort away.
2: knowing they're using him right in NXT right now.
1: They are. I should really start watching NXT because I really appreciate. Yeah,
2: oh, they're. Using him he NXT. looks like he's gonna <laughs> annihilate all three of his competitors in that in that side of the.
1: But the how rocket. do you do that? How do you make him look amazing in one? Brand and then make them look like complete trash in another. This also just diminishes your NXT stars from ever going to the main brand, which I guess to be honest, you don't really want them to because. Hold on.
2: So I I want you to think of Survivor. So you, you do comic books? No. Have you ever done comic books? Yes. Okay. So I want you to think of Tozawa as Spider Man. Okay. And. In one, he's the Amazing Spider-Man, and in the other, he's the Incredible Spider-Man. Okay, and so he's just being told on two different storylines right now, which is unfortunate because they did a crossover um, at with the two with the two comic books at uh, at Survivor Series. But I can tell you right now, in NXT, he's being made to look like the favorite to win all of all of this, and I think Smarks would agree to win all of this um the, the Kushida is is the push i think right now overall in the in the um cruiserweight division but i think tozawa is is the one that they're gonna go with um i don't necessarily know if they're gonna have a win because the whole drake maverick storyline right now but um and it's you know emulating your life it's not like it's a storyline um but yeah i i think you'd be you would much more enjoy their usage of tozawa and xt in the cruiserweight division than you're getting right now and, and just remember that vance what's that are you referring just to the, t- in yeah. the
1: tournament they've been using well, them well okay
2: yeah because the cruiserweight division had kind of been ignored prior to the tournament with the exception of Jordan Devlin and Tony Nese Tony Nese is is not Tozawa by any means Um, so I just I'll flat out say that there's no doubt in my mind um, Tozawa is going to have a push in that division the problem that you're pointing out is that Vince hates cruiserweights Right. <laughs> like, oh, he's little. Like, that's that's, that's gonna be a problem and for any AEW of the. Guys.
1: Certainly doesn't, and that's why I think uh, it would definitely showcase uh, what oh, yeah. could. As you're alluding to, uh, like they are doing with him in NXT. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be excited for that. And honestly, I don't even watch Kashida a lot either, so I don't know what I'm missing there. I guess. Oh. Um uh, so maybe putting on impact is kind of burying him
2: perhaps. But um, I
1: feel like there's enough slurs to He'd
2: flourish make- in the X division and potentially okay. be a world champion. Like he's good.
0: He is really good.
2: He's I would say he's better than Tazawa but I understand where you're at with Tazawa. So, sure. I
1: mean, hey, I mean he very well could be. I mean, they might just they both then if he's in Tazawa's league in my opinion, then uh, you know, it it could be a legitimate argument. I just got to watch more of uh his matches then cuz I honestly don't know much. Yeah.
2: He's I think he's positioned to be the winner out of that bracket. So, but, Interesting. And then, so that that means you have Spud going to ROH, then. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I feel like ROH would some would ROH be able to use the Living on a Prayer then without being no because they have technically. TV, I don't think you know? they have the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I they have the money because they're owned by Sinclair, who definitely has the. money I don't think how, they would spend ever. the money. <laughs> Sinclair will not spend the money. That's the right. real thing. There, Sinclair would, would be a... like. Yeah, we can get a Jimmy Hart knockoff. Rare,
2: <laughs> no, uh, and that's exactly what they would do. Yep. So, okay. cool. But uh, okay, all right, now your turn.
1: Oh, now my turn. Yay. Um, okay, so I'm not picking AJ Styles. We're gonna keep AJ Styles where he is because honestly, he'll flourish anywhere he goes. Um, we're gonna go. You know what? We'll pick some women. We're gonna go with Bailey, Sasha Banks,
2: Shayna Baszler. Oh, you threw me a curveball there.
0: So... I didn't see
2: Baszler coming. I saw, I saw either Charlotte or. Uh... Or uh, oh,
0: S- sassy Southern belle coming on that. One, I was gonna so. go with Offa, technically. So. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Would I have just, been a curveball either way. That's the it. curveball with Shayna just threw me off because I was yeah. Like, you said you said Bailey. I'm like, okay, I know where I put her. You yeah. said Sasha. I'm like, okay, I know where I'll put her. Then you say uh Shayna. I'm like, oh crap! Now I've got to move everyone else around. <laughs>
2: um, Do you want to uh, go first, or you want
0: me to go? 1st I'll go ahead and go first here. Um. Uh, Shayna to a dubs that's that it would have been Sasha to a dub but Shayna is the in my opinion the more rounded character overall and has the bigger upside long run so uh Shayna to a dubs uh I think um I think Bailey and impact. Mm. Uh could maybe work. It's tougher. Um I just I for some reason or other Sasha doesn't work for me in Impact. So Sasha to Ring of Honor, Bailey to Impact. <laughs> uh, uh, so <laughs> what was that? Did you just
1: That was a shock squirm. You're gonna put <laughs> Sasha in ROH?
0: Jesus. Yes. Oh, uh. uh, she, well, here's the deal. is Ring of Honor has been working really hard on building their women's division. Uh, and to bring someone of Sasha's level in to that, I think, uh, is, is kind of goal. the kick in sure. the pants that they need to, need to kind of raise things up. Um, you know, because right now, I got to be honest, I can't off the top of my head even think of who all is in uh, Women of Honor that they call it. Uh, I mean, because they had Tennille Dashwood, but I don't think she's still... Uh, she's on a show-by-show,
2: on a show, I think, if I remember right. Case-by-case case basis. But so, I don't know that for
0: a fact. Um. So, yeah, but I think, I think a talent of the size of Sasha would really uh, kind of Help round that out there, because yeah, right, right now, uh, at least according to Wikipedia, they have Angelina Love, Mandy Leon, Sumi <laughs> Sakai, Martina, Stella Gray, Gabby Ortiz, Maria Maniac, Manic, excuse me, and Jenny Rose, and uh, I think bringing in a Sasha Banks no! No! instantly brings that up a couple notches, right? Good yeah Um, for sure um, and potentially attracts in more talent right you know if you are a up and coming female wrestler you want to be able to wrestle a Sasha Banks right
2: Uh,
0: and so that gives them kind of that name to draw other people in Um, I think Bailey in Impact that's a little tougher one uh just because Impact's actually got a pretty stacked women's roster right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where it's a tougher fit because of that, you know. I'm like, ah, geez, I just don't ah. but that's where that's where it lands, because I'm putting Shane in A dub, so uh, I think I, I think Bailey would have to Edge up her, her in ring style a bit. And I think that probably would be the toughest thing for her. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. At the same time, though, I think that Baszler
1: would just dominate too much in AE dubs. And the women's division there is already so lackluster um, that. You know, it would just be a one-woman show and then we'd just be in the same position with it just being a one woman show and no one caring about the women's division.
2: Adev's is <laughs> not a one-woman show.
0: I I I disagree Shayna on Baszler? that. I think I think Shayna Baszler,
2: oh, Nyla and her would be
0: a fantastic feud. Yeah, yeah Nyla. I yeah. think I think Shayna versus uh uh Uh, I'm totally blanking on her name right now The number one contender Right now and Uh Statlander Well Statlander is one of them But no this is uh Hikaru Shida There
2: we go Oh, yeah.
0: Shayna versus Hikaru Shida Especially with Shida's Coming to the ring with her uh, Kendo stick You put them in a kendo stick match Um Uh, You know uh, where it evens the playing field Uh Uh, Shayna Baszler versus a a lot taller Chris Statlander I mean, Chris Statlander will tower over Shayna Baszler Um,
2: The only only person that that Shayna really, that's considered a contender right now, that Shayna really degrades, well there's two of them Um, The dentist uh, Chris Baker Rip Baker, she in in some way she performed degrades that a little bit, and she degrades Shanna a little bit. Um, any of the Japanese women, I, I think, can can throw. Well, yeah, because of their
0: different style, just their different auditory. style and their speed, just in general. Yeah. you know, uh, yes. they, the storyline that they tell is that they're wearing her down and they're they're out her with speed. Yeah. So. but like I said, with so Bailey, you know,
1: made up... For the woman? What was that? Who's the woman's champion right now? In Nyla. AEW? Nyla. Oh, still Nyla. Okay. Yeah. I feel yeah. like she hasn't defended it in a while, though.
0: Uh, well, she I mean, she defended it at the last uh, pay-per-view, and then they've gone to pre-taped, and she's been stuck at home. Uh-huh. Um, Fair. True. She, you know, so she hasn't been at the shows. Like most of the, like Nick and Matt Jackson haven't been at the tapings. because they're stuck in California Um, but like I say, like Bailey you know, Bailey in in, uh, Impact is a little tougher because you've got uh, Tessa Blanchard Taya Valkyrie Sue Young, Rosemary uh, but I remember Bailey being actually pretty decent what was that? I oh
1: sorry (laughs) go ahead (laughs) I was, uh, I remember Bailey being decent though in NXT at least Bay- decent enough. Like Bailey definitely can NXT
0: throw down. There. Yeah, I think I think main roster WWE has uh, diluted her her character and formalized her where she's not allowed to kind of stretch her wings. But that's that's why it's it's just tougher because you know they've got a lot of talent on the Impact Women's roster right now. um they also have Kylie Ray, which um, it might be the biggest reason to put Bailey in Impact, because to have Bailey, have the Hugger versus Smiley Kylie uh, is is kind of booking gold right there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I can't believe In fact that that may have changed my opinion, but I think I'm gonna stick with where I was gonna go. I feel like they might not
1: uh, even be use be able to use the Hugger though. I that's a WWE thing. No
2: trademark. Okay.
0: They could call her the snuggler.
2: Yeah, change their right. name. Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Eskimo kiss Bailey, whatever, or Eskimo kiss Hanger, <laughs> whatever. I, yeah, uh, just make her make her face again. That's all I can say because yeah. the heel sucks. Um, and uh, it's rare that you say that. Let this person be a heel is usually what you're saying, but with Bailey, kidding. So totally when she got her haircut. haircut. Yeah, but would then you, just here's the,
0: they should have totally just leaned in on the Karen meme when she got her haircut, and just had her come out to the ring and ask to speak to the manager, and 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 be just a real total Karen. Um, that should, would have been the better heel turn for sup her. Sup, care? Anyway, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up.
2: I, I kind of wanted to control V control C, but I wasn't gonna uh, because I I was gonna leave Sasha in dubs either way. Um, that division needs a draw, and yes, Baszler's a draw, but I I do feel like it it becomes a four woman division or a five woman division then, unfortunately, and so I think that hurts. I think Baszler going there hurts a little bit. Um, not that it's not currently kind of a four or five woman division. I just think that Sasha can create feuds of her own and Baszler creates ass kickings of her own. Um, And because of that and because it's the best women's roster behind NXT um, Baszler's going to impact to put that women's division so over the top it's better than it was when it was gail kim mickey james uh velvet sky um angelina love like several several years ago that was the division i I almost said julie yes but i didn't say (laughs) um Yes, and Madison Rain and all of them were in that division. That was such a lights-out division that you might even call it a knockout division. Um, but I'm Chang. <laughs> um, and I just think Baszler and Tessa Blanchard going at it, and and I there's impact is also way more forward thinking. and Baszler could be the second ever women's overall champion, uh, behind Tessa Blanchard. I there's just so much to be done there that I think Baszler just magnifies that pot so much better. Um, and then uh, Bailey can go to ROH because our again RO. I, I don't think anybody would deny that ROH is the weakest roster of those three right now. And um, a good quality face with some with some with some name recognition there um, could probably help ROH quite a bit. Um, she does a she, she does the publicity girl really really well and so she could easily easily be the publicity girl there um and that might actually get to neil to sign a contract rather than being show by show so um could amplify that that roster pretty solidly so uh, i did change it a little bit Uh, i i'm still sending bailey the same place smarks is but um i just think that that Sasha's taught Mike skills are are more designed to create feuds, and I would love to watch her in AEW. Uh, and Bailey or Baszler can just create the most must-watch division in potentially at all in 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 professional wrestling. Um, And that's saying a lot because NXT still exists And AEW's men's roster Still exists (laughs) So
0: Well that was fun That might actually become our new go-to Because That's kind of a fun We would have to shorten up the FBI (laughs) (laughs) So on that note We're going to start to wrap things up Because we've gone a little bit longer than we normally do uh, but that means
2: reason to go longer right now like we yes,
0: promised. That means it is time to talk about our contest winner uh, for the last week week plus we've been running a tweet to win contest. all you had to do is tweet out a link to one of our episodes using the hashtag raw and order WBU and you were entered to win not one but two t-shirts one from prowrestlingtees.com shirt of your choice. Uh we encourage you to use it for someone who's currently not working shows Um, but we can't tell you what to do just pick a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees and we buy it for you Um, and then one of our shirts from our merch show merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU got a couple designs up now I'm having a ton of fun making new ones all the time so um, so, without further ado, uh, earlier today, I closed the the uh, in- entries for this particular contest, and I used a random number generator to pick out the winner, and the winner is Kevin on Twitter as at RIRrestlingFans. You just won two T-shirts, so including one of ours and one from Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, I'm gonna be sending a DM on Twitter, so make sure to check your Twitter DMs uh, so that you can uh, get us the information we need to get you your T-shirt. So, um, so check
2: your DMs so you can get a DT double T-shirt. That's right.
0: Uh, I'm gonna be sliding into your DM. That sounds way.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, previous uh, statement. That man. could be another shirt sliding into your DMs. Um, yeah, I don't know about do that.
0: <laughs> but anyways, I well, I think. I think DA Fabe kind of wanted to continue the contest a little bit longer. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to
2: go ahead and announce this. We're going to expand the contest. This is the We Drop the Ball. Um, expansion to this contest. Kevin, congratulations. You're still getting your shirts to everybody else who entered. Congratulations. You're still entered. Um, all the way through, uh, the AEW review. Um, I don't know if we'll announce it that night or we'll announce it, um, the following night on WBU. Um, but we're going to do the AEW, uh, double or nothing, I think is what's next. Correct. Yep. Okay. So we're going to do the AEW double or nothing review. um, probably late at night after um it's over on a saturday on saturday june 23rd and then i would guess on june 24th when we're recording wbu and Uh, may 23rd may 23rd sorry may 23rd um we're going gonna to do another drawing. Um, this is a second chance drawing. You're still going to get two t-shirts. We're still going to do the same thing. So I um, want to continue this out. Remember, you can tweet as many times as you want. In fact, Kevin, you can be in again, man. Um, put yourself in. Uh, get the get those opportunities. Um, th- the reason I call it the We Drop the Ball is I was really late on NXT review. Um, Smarks was Sorta of late on, on the Smackdown Review um, JLB Have you recorded Monday Night Raw yet That yes, is that, in the can that, It's uh,
0: going up either Tonight or tomorrow morning So, really so, so on, JLB did
2: not Drop the ball Oh my god what kind of world are we living in here the canadian royal mounted police can do stuff on time well uh, it's, wow well if there's
0: anything you can say for canadians at least they're prompt don't you know uh, don't you know well we should have <laughs> known we were screwed on that when he actually showed up for the fbi this week
2: <laughs> that's true so they are either going to be on time or they're not going to be there at all Yep. Hey, I'm not actually dogging on Canadians just JLB um, yep. <laughs> so um, yeah we are going to go ahead and expand the contest second set of shirts um, make sure you tweet hashtag raw and order WBU um, get in, get in uh, DM uh, Smarks DM JLB you can DM me but I probably won't see it uh, <laughs> um And uh get in and we are going to send out two more shirts. Uh again, we highly, highly encourage you to choose wrestlers um who are um who are not currently wrestling. Um the other thing I want you to do is at those wrestlers if you're choosing their shirt. Um, you'll get a bonus entry in the contest if you put at that wrestler and say what shirt you're choosing so that way we can maybe even get some exposure with those guys so bonus entry for those if it has an at um i know that smarks is is sitting there going dang it now i gotta remember to put those people on twice for the random number generator and i'm okay with that
0: yeah he's just (laughs) changing the rules on me all of a sudden
2: (laughs) Well, nope. I just think I think there's something to be said for making sure that we say, you know, if you're gonna do Drake Maverick at Rockstar Spud, uh, I think is his is.
0: Uh... It's actually still at Drake Maverick, but I think oh, he hasn't changed it because change. he's still wrestling in WWE, so he wants to keep yeah. that name recognition for a little well, bit.
2: Of- so we'll use at Machine Gun uh, Anderson. Mm-hmm. So as an example, um, you know, just. Hit those those guys. If uh, if you uh, hit at with those guys, you'll get a double entry for those. So um, please get in. We'll get more and more people. We'll try to be on time with everything. This was just a really bad week for us, and so we've decided to eat that. Um, it's it's our fault. Um,
0: <laughs> we've um, decided to eat that. That will be our new
2: T-shirt. <laughs> a sound um, effect added to it. Oh. <laughs> no actual sound effect. Hashtag raw and order WBU. Um, congratulations to Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, get two more shirts or somebody else get a two shirts. We just want to see people retweeting and and, and telling their friends about raw and order WBU. Hey, hey, hey. Five awesome,
1: times awesome. a week. Five times
2: yes. a week. Uh, we're doing six episodes. Six. Cause te- yeah, because technically two of them happen the same night, so six times a week. Yeah.
0: So. But on that note, we will draw this uh, to a close. Make sure if you're not already following us on Twitter, uh, you do that. Follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow D A Fabe at D A Vincent K Fabe, and you can follow J L B at. JLB420
1: Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8 and uh, anchor.fm slash RTR with all my other socials and fun stuff like that
0: awesome make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already that way you get notified every time we release a new episode which like i said is basically six times a week so you've got plenty of podcast content there make sure to check out our sister shows on the tatnisco podcast network and then also if you uh have a chance to hop on apple podcast review us and give us five stars on Apple podcast helps us out, helps us get into more ears. So just give us five stars, just like the number of stars in the flag of Samoa birthplace of the Anawaii family. So
2: how in the bloody hell do you know that you clearly thought of that all week? Let me Google that for you. I'm guessing
0: I I did indeed Google it earlier, but I'm not going to lie there. Um, (laughs) There are a so couple what, what, others, like what Myanmar would What happens if it arrived. was Saudi Arabia? <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I would not have made that joke.
2: Uh, would, you, there, would you have said something about the home of Mansoor, or would you have been like, the home of the greatest pay-per-views that WWE has?
0: Nope, I just wouldn't have mentioned uh, the flag at all. Uh, <laughs> okay, I chose sure. Samoa out of, I think there were like five five countries. I think like Myanmar has, well, has five stars, and uh honduras i think has five stars on it anyways uh but then i saw samoa and i was like oh that, that ties in since i was already knew i was doing roman reigns so boom um, boom oh. <laughs> you can also find our wix site um our wix site has a place that you can listen to the show online you can uh read our blog and uh, respond to a blog post um you can find all the other places you can listen to us there um And then our merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. So you can go there. You can get the Wix app to contact us directly. All of that stuff will be in the doobity-doos as well as the pinned tweet on my Twitter timeline. But I guess on that note, we will close the book on this visit from the FBI. We will be back soon. Thanks for listening. See you later.